when I was a kid, she always told me about how this Bill Cosby guy chased her around inside the locker locker rooms behind stage and, and was, <laughs> was trying to grab her ass, right? Like, well, she, like she's yeah. like, he was trying to pinch my ass. He wanted to pinch my ass. And so she, she literally t- described the scene where she was in a room with a bed and he was chasing around and she was jumping over the bed and how ended up, she was like probably 28, 29, <sighs> but she, she ended up running out of the room to escape Bill Cosby's ass pinching. <laughs> <laughs> And bro, that was how I found out that Bill Cosby was a creep about 10 years before the rest of the world knew. Get ready and buckle up, bozo. You're about to step into a virtual realm where nobody cares what you think. This is the You're Not My Dad podcast. This is an unscrew. (laughs) Nice. Nice. I got Papa Troll's cup. You don't have to. You can pour yourself first. Pour yourself first. You're the host, bro. I'm the ho- I don't want to be rude. Just keep going. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Like I see your pour. I just didn't want to. Like I don't want to get one up, bro. Yours is like an apple juice pour. I was like an apple juice pour. Yeah, I'm super competitive. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this whiskey um, apparently is a. Uh, Created by the very first African American master brewer in America. So, shout out to you, MLK. Who's it? What, 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 you can't just say that and put it down. <sighs> okay. Who is this? Uncle Nearest? Uncle Nearest is what it's called, but apparently his first name was also Nearest. Uh, 1884. Okay. Nearest Green, the first known African American master distiller. Then, this is actually a company owned by his great, <laughs> it's got a bite, great granddaughter. Okay. And uh one Whiskey Magazine's 2021 Master Blender of the Year. So, okay. Yeah, pretty awesome. What do it, you think? It definitely um like I'm I'm someone who just like can drink straight anything yeah. all the time. And that's got a bite. That's like got a mm. long-lasting warmth. Mm, good. It's cold outside. Yeah, I definitely would say that like if you're if you know you're gonna die outside in the cold, you you drink this. Oh yeah, you just go right to sleep. And you won't even know. You won't even know. You'll wake up in heaven land, and then that place is fucking cold. Oh dude, <laughs> <laughs> you wake up. It's like fuck. Damn it, dude. You know what's actually crazy? Huh? Uh, speaking of whiskey and cold and people dying. Yeah. <clears throat> um. One time, my friends and I rented a yurt in uh the Uinta Mountains, um, out near Park City. Okay. It was a bunch of my college friends and I. No one there is like an outdoorsman whatsoever, except for like the two or three dudes who live in Park City mm-hmm. that were with us. And there right. was a group of like seven of us. Okay. Five of us, very inexperienced. I guess two people experienced. Most people had never even snowshoed or worn snowshoes before or mm-hmm. ever cross-country skied or splitboarded. So we get there to the parking lot. It's a seven-mile uphill climb to the uh, the yurt. Um, so we all put on split boards and cross country skis and stuff. Well, it wasn't cross country. It was like uh, Alpine setups. So sure. anyways, we start cruising up. No one knows how to use this stuff. So the guy with the split board broke both the bindings off within like the first mile. Um, one of the guys, <laughs> how many of you? There's like seven. Okay. One of the other guys, um, didn't know how to use the skis. So we just took them off and just started hiking in like two, three feet powder. Basically we got about three miles in and everyone had given up except for the two dudes who actually knew what was going on. And we had a bottle of whiskey that we were supposed to, you know, sip out of the whole time. 
And I'm not like an outdoorsman. I can't claim to be a, a hardcore alpine skier. Or you're pretty. You're pretty outdoorsy though. Out- outdoorsy, yeah. Yeah. But not like those guys. Like Park City guys are on a different level. But I'm out there like trying to make all my college buddies not look like idiots to our Park City friends. So I'm like, ended up carrying every, like half of the bags for the whole group. Mm-hmm. I ended up giving my setup to someone else so they could use it, and then having to walk through the snow basically the rest of the way. Both our snowmobiles got stuck, and. Two, oh yeah, I forgot to mention we had two snowmobiles. They both died and got stuck. And then um, we ended up not being able to find the yurt. One of the guys went ahead and couldn't find the yurt. And basically two of the guys just gave up. They like laid down in the snow and just wanted to go to sleep. And I just <laughs> I just had this bottle of whiskey and I'm just drinking this whiskey and getting angry as it fuck. It sounds like a really bad time. Oh, it was pretty bad. But What was the weather like? It was, was like it? a blizzard. We, it got like 12 inches of snow while we were hiking. That sucks. And so our own footprints were being covered up behind us. So you couldn't even like tell right. where we came from. Right. And then, uh, long story short, because I'm drinking this whiskey and I'm just angry, I'm yeah. just like the sergeant around in the back, just like sure. yelling at everybody, picking people up, like throwing them back onto the trail. Like, Keep fucking Yeah, you're walking. being dad. You're, you're going to die. Disneyland dad. Yeah. And uh, dude, I, dad. I finished the entire bottle of whiskey by myself before we got to the yurt. <laughs> and everyone shows up to the yurt. We finally get there. They're like, fuck yeah, we made it. Let's bust out the whiskey. And you're like, fuck I go in my backpack. It. I pull it out and it's empty. And I, they almost killed me. But it kept me warm motivated me and yeah. I was able to yell at my friends enough to motivate them. Yeah. Cheers to uh Disneyland dads. Disneyland dads. Yeah. I had an outdoor experience um t- two actually. One's kind of funny because I was in Idaho as a kid growing up. It was winter time. I grew up on 5 acres and I was so mad at my parents. I hated my parents. We had like an argument. I don't even know what. Mm-hmm. And it was a school night and I just was like, I had the bright idea. I was like, I'm going to go walk outside and get lost and die. <laughs> you like forget to do your homework. Yeah. I don't, it was some, I don't even know what the problem was, but your it was parents like, like took away your favorite toy. Yeah. Cause we weren't allowed a lot of things. Anyways. I was going to say, like, I was going to say like video games, nope. but you didn't play video yeah, games. Yeah. We weren't really allowed to nerd. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot what it was, but it was like, <laughs> it didn't matter. I just remember like, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to run away and I'm going to get lost and die. Or they're going to be really sad. They can't find me. I think that was like kind of like the yeah emotional and emotionally unstable Chuck, which is totally not now, but that's then. Yeah. So if you ever just like disappear in the middle of a yeah. video shoot, you're probably yeah. trying to like make us feel bad. Yeah, exactly. Well, it won't work. Yeah, we'll let you work. die. Yeah, it won't work. I hope it wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. My, my inner spirit would be like, they don't fucking care. They don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, they you're don't not care. my dad. <laughs> you're not my dad. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm here with you. <laughs> I'm here. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah. No, but I like laid in the snow. And I just waited there for like what felt like an hour. Probably was only like 15, 20 minutes. And I made myself cry. I knew exactly where I was to the house, but it was getting kind of dark. And then my dog found me. And then I was like, that's a sign to come back. Did your parents even notice you were gone? Nope. <laughs> nope. So they're just like, oh, oh that's, that, dude? that's where you were. Yeah. I thought, you know, yeah. I'm the oldest of five kids. It's just a crazy house. It's like you could, you could easily go walk off into the dark cold north idaho woods and no one would really know for a while you know yeah for a while and this is when you lived in the woods right like you weren't yeah. like you were like in a neighborhood you were no, like, it was like north hayden it's like uh yeah laying still, in the woods yeah just laying in the woods waiting to like die. either be found or die good plan <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the real one the real one was uh when i was 13 i got my hunter's license when i was like 12 because I was peer pressured into it. And I think hunting's cool. I just never really, I've never done it actually, besides this one time. And uh, we go with a church friend into Southern Idaho for elk season. And it's like right 
past October 31st. I forget. It's it's like that late October, early November time. And I love guns. I shoot them all the time. I haven't for a while because it's expensive. But so expensive. But I like to shoot guns, blah, blah, blah. But we go hunting and we go hunting with like my dad picks the, the crazy guy. Oh, no. And he's really cool. He's a family friend, a church family friend. His his name is Jeff. Uh, he's a tile man, and he like owns his own tile company. Oh, he's hardcore. He, yeah, yeah. And he uh, takes his shirt off, and guess what? He's got an elk mural on his back. He wears elk teeth for a necklace. Uh, he's got like elk on his arms. Like he's it's he's he's the elk man. He's he's elk. He is he part elk? He acts like it. And we went with him to go hunting, and there was like six, uh, six dads, six guns, six dads. I showed up. I was just a spotter because it's like I'm 13 and oh, you're just you're just I'm, the watching. Kid. I'm, I'm there, but you're I, the bitch boy. I, I got to carry a handgun. Ooh, and so you were the protection, just, like the bodyguard, just the experience. Like kid. you were gonna murk some shit if you saw a bear yeah. coming up at you. You're like, yeah, Fuck all this the dads bitch. lost their guns, and I'm the one yeah runs after him. Sure, 13 year old, yeah, yeah. Makes but anyway, sense. like we we get up at 3 a.m. In November weather in southern Idaho. Sounds about right. We, we hike a fucking mountain at 3 a.m. I hate it. I'm, I'm I'm keeping up, but Jeff is a mountain man. He is an outdoors man. He he can start a fire with a shoe, probably. Well, you, you said he replaced his teeth with elk's teeth? No, no, no. He wore elk's oh, teeth. Oh, okay. Like, no, no, no. not indentures? No, 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 no. He just wore them around his like neck, like on a oh, necklace, okay. like his kill. So he's not actually part. Look, if the world goes south, he's definitely somebody. I'm like, where where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> like, what what's your plan? I'm gonna come along and you know, he's just, the guy. Yeah, yeah. He's got a bunker he's, back in Canfield somewhere. He's probably got multiple, multiple. But anyway, he's he's a cool guy. He hunts. He's been doing this forever. He's they're, they're all probably like in their uh, late 30s, I would say. And uh, I'm going uh, probably early 40s actually. So I, I'm I'm going. We're walking up the hill, and. Uh, the equivalent, because I, I asked Jeff about it, because I was like, in my head, Jeff, this is a huge mountain. He's like, oh, that's a huge mountain, because it's like one of his hunting spots. So it's like walking from the base of Schweitzer on the main quad to the top. Oh, so only about 5,000 feet of vert? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I, I think I think it was probably a little bit less. Let's just call it a little bit less. But we get up there, and it's about 7.15. It's starting to get a little bit lighter, right? You're starting <laughs> to get the sun out. And I was like, ah, oh, we made it to the top. No fucking, nope, you didn't. There's a whole nother range of upper mountains. Like there's mountains on mountains. There's like more. There's more. And we're like in a saddle. He's like, oh, we're just in the saddle. We're going up that one. And so we started walking towards up that one. Were the elk up there? Well, that's where he thought they were. And he was right. Because then a whole herd of elk. Thank God. A whole herd of elk came out when we were like halfway up. So they all shot. Uh, they all hit him besides my dad because he's a soft boy too. <clears throat> he missed. And uh, they all shot and killed right on the spot. All these guys. There's five elk. Did they, sh- did they shoot like in unison? Like, was this like, yeah, like, like old English firing lines? Like yep. everyone lined up. They're yep. like, ready? Attention! Pretty much. They all knew which Fire! ones they wanted. And then they all shot. Damn. And then the rest of them ran away. Well, because you only get one shot until the elk herd disperses. Yeah. So you had pretty much time yeah. shot. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Five guys. Wow. Yeah. All six. My dad missed. It, it was a far shot. It was probably like 300, 400 yards. Were they standing? Uh, yeah, but they're all like, there's like a group of, I don't know what you call a, her- a herd of elk. Yeah. And they were all just like, there's probably like 20 of them. Like a squad. Yeah, a squad. They're just like hanging elk around. Squad. Yeah, they're just hanging out in this uh, upper spot. And uh, they they all hit him besides my dad. And then um, we have to hike up to him. Yep. And Perfect. 
Yeah, and it's, and it's just like it got really weird. Like Jeff's like into the blood, like you know, cutting it and gutting. It was the first time I'm like 12, 13 years old. Just look, seeing all this is pretty nuts. And then um, they have to uh, because of the daylight, because it, it 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 took a while. Like by by the time we quartered them and all that sort of stuff, they cut them all up. They it was like uh, like 4 p.m. or maybe let's call it 3:30, 3, 3 p.m. And then so we were like, okay, now we have to go back down the mountains. The S is plural. And then so I had to carry all six guns while they carried all the meat. They, all these guys are carrying like meat on their sh- like just packed. And there's like blood, just like tons of blood because there's like carrying elk legs and, and all, all the meat that they could on their backs. It's like backpack of meat. Yeah. Hooving, hooving meat down the mountain. And then uh, we get to the bottom of the mountains probably like 9 p.m. Took a very long time. And I haven't hunted since. I told my dad, I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you guys, like, cut open the elks and then got inside them, like, Star Wars, you know, mm-hmm. style? Like, no. Han Solo? No. Just, the- I was just, I just, I don't know why I thought of it. Just when you were talking about getting lost in the snow, I was like, I remember trying to get lost in the snow. And then it, somehow I remembered, oh, yeah, I remember I killed those elk. Dude. And I had to hike it all down. I feel like. Every kid has to have a shitty hunting story because, like, whoa, whoa, wait, pause, pause. I f- totally forgot. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> it's a, uh, the You're Not My Dad podcast is episode 21. We're a little bit, we're ankle deep into the stories. Okay, you're like, shush, 12 minutes into this. Okay. Um, obviously, this is not Andrew, this is Jeremy, familiar voice and face. What up? Um, and yeah, welcome. This is uh, today is MLK Day for us. Um, we'll get into that a little bit, maybe. Yeah, you know, with the black owned whiskey, it's actually pretty good. Not now we're, that we're I'm already into it. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting. I'm, it's like I'm, we're supporting the cause. With, yeah, supporting the cause. And uh, yeah, that's about it. So just uh, eat shit and die. Give us our stars, reviews, likes, comments, subscribes, whatever that takes for you, for me to be happy. Thank you. Chuck really likes getting dick pics too. So I do. Just an option, you know, great form of support. Send uh, close-ups. I like close-ups. They don't cost anything, and they're highly appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, cut, cut back to, uh, okay, so. Don't send me dick pics. <laughs> uh, but what were we talking about? Oh, just horrible hunting stories. Yeah, horrible hunting. Yeah, well, <clears throat> yeah, so that, that was mine. Oh. And, oh, wait, wait, wait. Really bad. quick, actually, because we're just going to we're gonna get into this. Oh, yeah, I want to hear. Um, the first time I ever saw, well. First time I ever took the liberty to look at a porn mag oh. was with them. Ooh. We went to a gas station. <laughs> After or before? Before. Like four in the morning? No, no, before hunting. Like we're on our way to our camping spot. Okay. We got to the town and we're like, is this a little place? And it's back in the day when porn mags were in gas stations. Oh, yeah, I remember. And I'm like 13 and uh, it said Hustler. And I knew in my head, I was like, that's the bad one. And I was like, well, I'm going I'm to like, so I was like this little 13 year old kid with a raging boner in a gas station, like walking around where my parent, like my dad isn't and the guys are. And I'm just like trying to like, and just like quickly looking as like trying to like flash photography, remember everything. <laughs> remember as, like, this. Yeah. yeah. I'm literally just like, boom, 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 boom. And uh, I remember just being like totally blown away by what's there. And I've never seen certain types of things before ever and like i vaginas yeah but like you know not just like you know like penthouse and i wasn't i wasn't ready for it and i just was like 
so blown away and so disgusted and so riled up. I just like closed it and I put it by the mushrooms soups, like the Campbell's. There's like a bunch of Campbell's soup jars. That's where I had it laid out because it's the darkest spot where you could like flip a page or two. No one buys Campbell's soup at a gas yeah. station. So I left the Campbell's. So if you're in Salmon, Idaho or wherever that town is next to Salmon, Idaho, and you found one open. It might still be stations, there. Yeah. Well, I'll do it if it's still there. Sam is not very busy. Used and abused. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, weren't... This is totally There's lots topic. of guys going like, I'm going to go get some <laughs> cream of mushroom. You stay, you stay here. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. It might be a while. You were the one who took... This is off topic, but you're the one who told me about... Uh, what was it? Uh, woods porn? Woods, forest porn? Woods porn? Woods yeah. porn. What, what, you got to explain that. Because that, yeah, was, that yeah. was something... I I personally thought I was a worldly man, but no. I, I had no idea there was no, such a thing. No, woods porn is basically like you're either a victim of it or you cause it. And, it sounds horrible. And usually you do both. Oh, my God. Woods porn is you're a victim of it, and you find put uh, porn. <laughs> yeah, you find porn in the woods. Oh, okay. Like you find like a, Wait, a magazine. What, what, what woods? Not that I need like to know. Like in the woods, like in, the, in nature. And technically, it's kind of loose. Like you can find it like like in, you know, some people didn't grow up in the woods. So it's like <laughs> for us, it's like woods. But like, you know, around in the urban areas, you can find urban porn, I guess, like on the ground. Oh yeah, probably like behind the dumpster near yeah, yeah, 7-Eleven. Like yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's technically woods porn, but like up here in Idaho especially, you can just find woods porn. It's just like you're walking in the woods and you see like a porn mag, you're like, "Oh, that's woods porn." And then someone was jerking off around here. Yeah, like and, and for me my story was the only time I was a, con- a contributor of woods porn was when my neighbor who had two older brothers, an 18-year-old brother and a 21-year-old brother, and they had stacks of Playboy magazines and Brad Bradley was his name, my uh neighbor. He's the one that got me He's the one that like worldified me, and uh, did, did he touch you? No, but he basically like was like, "This is porn. These are tits. This is what racism is." <laughs> like everything. Wait, why did he teach you about racism? <laughs> because he came from California, and he just was like, just telling me all sorts of stuff. And oh, so this is like that know-it-all kid next door. Yeah, but like all the bad stuff, right? Like his oh. parents didn't give a shit because, again, his parents had they were older. They already had two older ones. He was probably like some sort of accident of some sort. Like he's like. <laughs> he's some sort of yeah, they're like like he's like six or he was like six years at the time younger than uh, his brother, mm. you know. So it's like I guess it's not a huge gap when you think about it. You have like a twelve year old and an eighteen year old. Yeah, know, it's, it's a pretty like, big gap. It's a, it's a big gap, and so the, the parents are just like, yeah, we already did this, so have at it. So he was like always he always had soda like at dinner or whenever he wanted. Like <laughs> you know, bad. The, the freezer was always open to him for any sugars he wanted. His mom was always making like orange rolls in the morning like during like weekdays like she had given up yeah well i i came i I came from a house that was like none of that was you you were the oldest yeah but i was the oldest too so it's like reverse too so it's like i i had a nap time until i was like six or something i literally did and just like all sorts of stuff like i wasn't allowed to watch jurassic park i thought you still have a nap time no oh okay so you're just lying to me the other day when you said you couldn't hang out Probably. <laughs> no, but I, I just didn't have a, I didn't, I lived in a very tight bubble and my exploratory uh, nodes weren't firing off yet. And he fired them all off. Oh, um, he, he fired yeah. them off. Yeah. But he, but he, uh, he showed me porn. He showed me Playboy magazines. He just went, we, we went into his brother's room, grabbed a couple. Stole them. Yeah, and then Beef. we we looked in the woods because our property lines uh, touched each other, but we had like probably like a good forty feet of woods of property in between. So we just like meet on one of the trails because my 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 neighbor my, my my property had a bunch of trails. As we met on one, he's we're just like looking at it, 
together, which is really weird. You ever thought about looking up naked women together with a oh, guy? It's weird. I have a story for you. Okay, tell me. <laughs> no, wait. I want to hear the rest. But of then, this. like, so basically, like, it was porn. Like, we 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 looked at it, and then, like, as soon as he's like holding it, I'm just like looking over his shoulder, like, this is so naughty. This is so bad. But I can't not look. Keep looking, and then his mom called like Bradley. It kind of sounded angry. I remember that, like, kind of like, like get over, eat your ass over here. Eat and your ass over here. Get your oh. ass is not. We're not getting freaky here. Oh, bro. <laughs> you guys, she's like, you guys learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. She was like, <laughs> so he left. And he's just like here, and he, I just left. I was like stood there. I was just like, so I stood there probably for another like three minutes, just like trying to photocopy everything in my head. <laughs> And then I felt really guilty. I just threw it in the woods and ran away. So I was a contributor of woods porn. How many times were you a victim? I, f- I found it uh, on accident a, f- a handful of times, but um, I would say more urban times. You know, maybe like four or five like urban times. You're like, oh, that's weird. It's a porn magazine. And I've always been germ conscious, so I would never touch it. Yeah, no. I'm not going to touch something with a guy that had a hard, you know, and... Was probably you know I'm not I'm just like I'm not gonna touch it. It's not my thing. These pages are all stuck you together. Don't do that, golly, <laughs> golly. But what was your story? Oh, I mean, <clears throat> I would say I also am a victim, um, but in a completely different way. So you're what thirty four, five, thirty five. I'm thirty one. So I feel like we had very similar experiences. The difference was is I skipped the the woods porn era and I mm. went straight to the. Um, your friends' parents have HBO. Oh, dude, I, I that era. I've been in. I've done that one time. So you were talking about the whole like watching porn with your friends. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, not that I've done that recently. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but no, the the weird thing is, is uh, you know, when I was a kid, they, no, there was just dial-up internet, but there was HBO and HBO Cinemax. had it. Oh, they did, bro. Yeah, and you know, you go or like pay per view. It was all pay per view, unless your parents, unless your friends' parents had like the really sick package for cable, because some people had a package where all of it was free. I had a rich friend, and he, all of it was free. It was free, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. So you know, sleepovers, soccer tournaments, yep. track meets, you yep. know, anything where there's like a bunch of dudes crashing at the same place. Yeah, someone would be like, "Bro, guys, my parents have Comcast." Yeah, <laughs> and then then it, then it just it was just bad. It was degenerate, bro. But no, I mean, no one no one was no wieners were anywhere in sight. It was just mostly like even weirder because everyone's just sitting there watching it like it's a TV and it's show. Really quiet. Yeah, it's just quiet. really quiet. Like yeah. everyone's like, oh, did you see? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's a weird. It's weird. You can't even. Yeah, honestly, I didn't like. My it. friend pulled it up one time, <laughs> and he just was got really quiet, and I I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, no, I was not, I, and I I remember it. Oh, what yeah. it was today. Yeah, kids nowadays don't understand the luxury that they have now. I mean, think about yeah. this. Think about this. We had to. Well, not that we had to. I mean, well, I had to. My friends actually. The first time that ever happened to me, I was a good kid. Like I was a very good kid. Mm-hmm. I did not sin. I read the Bible a lot. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I went about twenty years no sin. No, okay. that's actually untrue. But um, at the same time, I my friends sat on me for the first time because they were like, "Oh, bro, you've never seen porn before?" And I was mm-hmm. like, "No, dude, I don't like that shit." I don't want to watch. Yeah. And I was like 16, 17. Yeah. You know, I was, like I said, I was a good kid. Sure. I didn't even kiss the girl. Right. And they were like, oh, bro, have you ever seen a vagina before? I'm like, nah, dude. They're like, you're gay. I'm I like, just did I'm like no, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, yeah. The whole, yeah, dude. Dude, do it. Yeah. I showed this to my uh, nephew and my, and his <laughs> yeah. mom got so pissed. And he didn't know what it was. He's like, what am I looking? I'm like, oh, you'll find out. <laughs> that was actually the first that was my first yeah. that was my first taste yeah then then i went to my friend's house yep then they sat on me and then they turned on hbo mm-hmm. or whatever it was and they're like dude you gotta watch this shit 
Yeah. And I'm like, you guys, I'm pretty sure you all are gay. Yeah. Because you're like forcing me to like look at naked women with you. Yeah, like, yeah, so, yeah. Like, so it's like, it's already it a seems little, weird, boys. Like, gay guys. I, and then they finally like got sick of me calling them gay. So they, they like turned right. it off and we're like, all right. right, at least you saw it. Yeah. But yeah, that was how I was inducted into the group. <laughs> <laughs> pretty intense situation. Well, I was 5'2". I was pretty weak. Were you? Well, I mean, I was I was strong for five two, but when your friends are six foot and one hundred ninety pounds, and you're five two and one hundred and five pounds, it's just not a fair competition. I was um, <laughs> I was one hundred ninety eight pounds in my senior year. What the fuck? Yeah, and I and I wasn't uh, skinny, but I wasn't at all fat. I was just like a beetle. It's your horse ass, bro. Yeah, yeah. I just have like broad shoulders, horse ass, and I'm dense. I feel like if you dissected me, like my bones would weigh a lot. Like, I feel like I'm just, like, a dense human. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, packed, like, fudge. Fudge, fudge packer. Yeah. But literally, like, I just, I feel like, I feel like I, like, if you, you, you took, like, six feet of meat and you crush into a cube, that's, mm. like, me, I feel like. Yeah. Because I've always been heavy. It's like every my, time I go to a, uh, every, not every time, but the last time I did it, you get your body checked. Oh, yeah, the body mass index. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, whenever I type in my stuff, it's, like, it gives me, like, the person like the like the michelin boy i'm like i'm not that's not me like i'm i'm like right now i'm a little bit of dad bod I, I admit it but like you know three years ago me four years ago me not at all like zero no i know and when i met you you were in great shape yeah yeah now i'm not <clears throat> is that what you're trying to say uh, no I, I mean okay you you, you were in great shape and then you just got better dad bod yourself a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no but you know i was just always i was always just like a dense little bug it's like my dad, you know, he he's five. Your dad's kind of like that. He's like five yeah. ten, but he's two oh five. But he's a lineman for years, and he right. worked out just, his whole life, so he just solid as fuck. Yeah. But every single test he's ever done, because he's only like five eight, and he weighs mm. over two hundred pounds. They, <laughs> they literally mm. instantly tack him as like morbidly obese. Yeah. I'm like, dude, no, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was that that was me. That yeah. was me. And then um, I think I've said this before on a, on a different podcast, but I'll I'll keep it short. Like I I basically like went to a nutritionist uh, person to do all the stuff because I had a gym membership where I like offered it one time and yeah I sat down with a guy and I'm sure it wasn't that great of an experience or like you know echelon but it was like pretty close and he's and I was he's like he asked me he's like we did a couple things he's like okay what is your like ideal like and I was like I'd really like to be t- at 180 and you'd um, be like thin dude well he laughed. He's like, that's not possible. Like, you'll be, like, rail. He's like, well, he's like, I guess it is. He's like, but you'd be, like, rail thin. Like, you'd be under a waist size 32. And you'd be disgusting. Yeah. You'd have no ass. Because I I wouldn't even hang out with you. All my buddies were, like, one. They're like, I'm trying to push to 175. You know, I'm like, I'm fucking 200. Like, (laughs) I don't know how this works. Well, how does this work for you? Like, what's. Because you look at. You look. I, I would stand next to my buddy, and we looked the same, but he's, like, a whole 30, 40 pounds lighter. And I'm sitting here, like, what's. You know, like I don't know what it is. It's like, did you eat rocks as a child? Uh, a lot of milk. Oh, milk! A little milk and carbs. I was a carb lord too. <laughs> milk, so, um, bro. That was yeah, probably- <laughs> yeah, milk. You do have some dense bones. Pasta and cereal, like and, and peanut butter jelly sandwiches. But I just was, I was just super dense, and so like he basically was like, he's like, my ideal weight is what he told me. This is like literally like it's a decade ago now, but he was like, ideal weight. He's like. Uh, like what did he say? He was like 186. He's like, if you're 186, he's like, you'd be a waist size 32 with almost next to no like body fat and super cut. Like that's like he's like that's crazy. He's like, so ideally like the 190 plus Damn. range. And I was like, okay, that makes me feel better. You know, because I, I was at one point, uh, I was cycling 100 miles a week, 
and I was running 20 miles a week and I would not eat terrible and I wouldn't eat great. I was just eating like very normal, but like not a bad diet. Probably, probably more so like a B, I would call it a B plus diet. Yeah. Yeah. Like homemade, but not necessarily ultra healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. But like, yeah. you know, I get chicken Caesar <laughs> salads at Better restaurants. Better than fast food. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like one, no, no, I was like 205 during that time. And I just, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't get under. Dude, we need to pump those numbers up. Try to get heavier. It's just Bad like as that's fuck. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to pump that shit Thick up. Thick as fuck, dude. dude. Dude, bro. I mean, dude, it might work for the I brand. had a bodybuilder friend who looked at me. He's like, you beat, you have the build. You do like, actually. Like the, the shoulders and like the, everything could just pack on. Well, you, you've got, Man. you've got something special. Cause like, I don't think so. Well, we're, but, sim- we're similar height. We have yeah. similar width of shoulders, but I've got a little 30 inch waist and no, no ass, bro. That's crazy. So, so like for me, if I put on 25 pounds of muscle in my ass, legs, and lower back, uh-huh. I would probably be pretty similar to you. But that would also be impossible unless I was to go straight like HRT. Kim Kardashian, just get pumped with yeah. it. <laughs> just get a pumped BBL, the dude. <laughs> get myself a Brazilian butt lift. No, I, I literally have to shop pants by the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that problem. I have to shop by the ass. I can't shop by the waist. I have to shop by the ass. That's impressive. Like I, there's only a few brands because the waist isn't is it doesn't matter. No, it's, it's, it's if it doesn't fit on your most ass. my pants until lately because I'm a fat little chubby boy lately. But most of my pants, most of the time, I grew up with like a, a pretty gapped waist. But my, my but the pants around my ass were just like <gasps> just like sucked. Like you just sucked all the air out of your, my my pants. Did you? So you never went through the wearing girls' jeans phase, did you? Oh, you mean like skinny jeans? No, well, I, mean, I made everything. I mean, I mean skinny jeans back when there wasn't male skinny jeans. So like when I was well, a freshman I made everything look like skinny jeans. Oh. Like I could wear regular fit, and they're like skinny fucking painted on fit. Because I also have like so you basically legs. invented the skinny jean because uh, you force forcefully forcefully. But I also came like my young adult age, like that eighteen to like twenty four. Skinny jeans was was the thing anyway. Yeah, and I just couldn't wear skinny jeans, but I just would wear regular, and they would just be tight as hell anyway. So it's like, but I also had like the problem where it's like everything was super, super, super tight, and then past my knees, like my calves, I had like decent calves, but nothing like crazy, and those were like, they match my body, but like I would always have pants that are like super tight, and then regular fit just kind of like keeps going down. So it's, <laughs> obviously my calves are not as thick as my upper leg. Bell bottoms. So then I would have like just like this kind of like tube strafe it was a weird this had to wear basically gap jeans and scotch and soda which is a brand and uh lucky sometimes those were like my go-to jeans because i just knew that like i could get like you, you seem like a sweatpants guy because well, lately well, i yeah just because it would fit your ass well yeah but like but that wasn't cool <laughs> then you want to know something you want to know something how trendy i was i want to know Okay. I want to fucking know, Chuck. Okay, uh, so my mom made me take, uh, not made me, but she had me take sewing lessons when I was a kid. <laughs> she made me. I mean, a little bit gay. I get it. I knew it. But I knew how to like sew mm. stuff. I, I could like sew shirts and pants. And um, I went to Italy uh, with my wife for a honeymoon. And I came back and people had uh, joggers. Like like just starting. Like only a few people in, in, in Italy had them. And I saw them. I was like, I want those. And I looked all over. Like I would I'd go to... Uh, Shopping places. I was just always oh, searching. I I couldn't find them. I didn't know what they were called. And yeah, I, was, like those, I was those sweatpants that look cool. Yeah, I told my mom. I was like, they're sweatpants, but they're like think of like the arms on a on a hoodie, but for your legs, it was cuffed. And they're like, what? What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? And I was like, I need that. And so basically, I made my own. I made my <laughs> own pair. 
and people made fun of me for it. <laughs> I went to, I was at Lookout Pass, and I made them. People were like, that's fucking weird. I'm like, no, these are the shit, and I love them. They're cozy, and they're cool. I definitely would have been like, Dude! And yeah. then gone home and been like, what the fuck are these pants? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're <laughs> how the Chuck's fuck do pants? I get these? How, how do I get Chuck's pants? <laughs> no, dude, I hate to say it, but I'm a hypocrite. When joggers came out, I was mm-hmm. in college. Uh, no, it was like end of high school, early college, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, I was like NorCal boy. You know, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, I wore like, I cuff my jeans a little bit, you know? Yeah. I, I rock some Vans with no socks on them, you right. know, like shit like that. Yeah. And I was like, pretty cool. I thought it was cool. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, people started wearing these joggers and like mm-hmm. long shirts and like all this, the drop cuts. And I was, I like, never did I, the drop cut. I was, I was like, I'm literally wearing one right now. Oh. I hate to say it. Yeah. But no, I was like, I was like, these guys are so dumb. They right. look stupid. And yeah. then I literally like secretly started like Googling. Yeah. And then I just, I just started buying yeah. all of the joggers I could find. And yeah. now I only wear joggers. I, I literally don't think I, I've, have you ever seen me wear actual jeans? No. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think, I, I don't know, dude. Probably not. Yeah. But, it's just joggers, bro. Yeah. Well, they're, they're I'm great. I'm a hypocrite. Well, you're just, you're adaptive. Hippoclit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think most of my stuff. I have like a few pairs of pants that aren't stretchy waists, but all everything I have is stretchy waist. <laughs> I love it. Me too. Because you, but but like, uh, t- to be honest though, like the human body can fluctuate. Like my my weight can fluctuate within. I, I think I fluctuate within a five pound like radius. Oh, easy. You know, so it's like I can. Uh, I don't know. The, the, the stretchy thing's nice. Just going to well, say. You know Milkman? Yeah, of course. So Milkman, I took him to the gym last night. He hasn't been to the gym in like six years. Right. He goes in there and he's wearing all of his clothes. Like has his vape in his pocket, has his wallet, has his keys, has his everything. He weighs himself. He's like, oh my God. I'm fucking 178. <laughs> Dom, he's, he's, Milkman's like five. Ten? Five, eight? No, he's like five nine, five okay. eight. He's He's like, he's like. He, I don't know. He's he's ambiguously short, but he he's not <laughs> he's, ambiguously short. He's not like short, short. Like you don't look at him and go, he's a short man. No, no. But you just like you he's stand next to him man. and you're like, oh, he's not super tall, right? But I was expecting him to weigh like 155, mm-hmm. and he's like, I weigh 178, and so we're like, oh no. So he's like, dude, it's a good thing you brought me here. Yeah. So we we go, we do a workout. <laughs> he goes back. At this point, he's just wearing his boxers and he weighs himself, and he's like, dude. I'm 164. How's that work? No. Uh-uh. And we're like, I'm like, well, what? I'm like, that's impossible. You can't do that. And he's like, he's like, I don't know, dude. And I'm like, bro, were you wearing your clothes earlier? He's like, oh yeah. I was like, do you have all your stuff in your pockets? He's like, yep. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. So how are you carrying For, 12 pounds of weight on you though? I, he wears like Dickies and like, like, like Carhartt type yeah, clothing. That's like right. very thick. Yeah. And Most I think comfortable clothing ever made. Yeah, the worst clothes. Yeah, just like if you want to wear like sandpaper on your body, that's what you wear. Yeah, you wear that shit. Yeah, yeah. Fucking pilgrim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking pilgrim. Yeah, like you want pilgrim. some tweed ass shit? Yeah, like just pilgrim looking ass, just rough ass clothes that yeah. will just cheese grade your fucking butt cheeks. Yeah, your dick. Yeah. That way, every time you take dick. your pants off, it looks like it's snowing. Yep. Yeah, just that sort of yeah, clothes. Yeah, exactly. But no, but he, he anyways, somehow he was wearing like ten pounds of clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he, Anyways, um, I, people can change weight pretty quickly, but most of the time it's their clothes. Yeah, I would say so. But at the same time, I've also taken a huge dump and weighed myself before and after and lost three pounds. Mm. So that's a lot. Miracle diet. Yeah, yeah. You you do like uh, you you do like I'm not going to eat for like 20 hours, right? 
Yeah. Like, it'll be like 2 p.m. You're like, yeah, I can't eat yet. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You can't eat yet? Yeah. That I, I think that's unhealthy. I'm not a nutritionist, but it's probably unhealthy. Maybe. It's got to be. <clears throat> well, so so the theory behind it is that... Oh, I feel like we're past theories in today's society, <laughs> right? There's enough science to be like, that's a stupid thing to do. Well, yeah, yeah. So, so, so science shows that you can get into ketosis and you could also get... Uh, autophagy, which is like where your body eats dead s- autophagy. S- well, autophagy is like that. Sounds like some kind of language that the Egyptians made. Yeah, it really does. It's I th- it is pretty much probably based on Egyptians. I'm gonna get more or no, dude, please MLK day. Yeah, <laughs> um, but no, no. So basically, like they say, it's good for you because uh, your body eats the the weakest cells in your body when it's when it's starving. So generally, if you have a predisposition towards, for example, tumors, cancer, cysts. Um, things like that. Uh, the fasting can help your body eat those um, bad cells. Okay. They call them senescent cells. Right. Um, and, and that's the process, I believe, of autophagy that occurs when your body gets into a state of ketosis. I'm probably all wrong about this. You're going to get some comments. Nah, okay. And, and essentially, I try to do that. But at the same time, my issue is, is I don't eat a fully clean diet. You know, like today you saw me eat a burger. It was good quality, but it yeah, was still a burger. Shame on you. <clears throat> no, but you. But the problem is, if you really wanted to take that diet seriously, you would not only do the intermittent fasting, but you would also never really eat carbohydrates. A uh, past about a hundred. I, I just feel grams. like okay, but let's fast forward a little bit. I just feel like for me, and I, I have to rein it back a little bit. I'm going to be honest, like, um, and I'm I'm, I'm starting to uh, implement these practices for this year. I'm not a New Year's resolution guy. I've talked about this the last episode but like well you're not what uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if we can say that on podcast. you can say whatever you want you're right um just not combos of words i guess together but anyway <laughs> like um I, i've never been like uh i i guess i just look at it like this enjoy life Okay, put it this way. Okay, I'm going to reverse a little bit more. Step back. Beep. I'm not the kind of guy that's wants to die with a ton of treasures saved up. Right? Like, I want to play with it all. So, like, I don't care for... I personally don't care for legacy. I personally don't care for what's left after me. Um, I care for like in my immediate family, like obviously my kids and my wife and stuff, like having enough for them to like continue and, and live uh, the life that was set to like continue that life path for them. For that. Like if you're dead? Yeah. Like, right. Do you plan on dying? No, no, no. But well, I guess what, what I'm trying to say <laughs> is like, I'm not trying to like build up like millions of dollars saved up unless you have are so rich that, that just happens or like, uh, but I'm trying to get this with food. Like. Yes, I look yeah. at people who are like super, super, super strict with dieting. They do like the I'm ice bath and then you're like a freaking CrossFit monkey and you're doing all this sort of stuff. And you're like, I'm going to not eat this steak. And, you know, this influencer told me to not eat all this sort of shit. And I'm going to like pay 80 bucks for this bag of bullshit, you know, and like sawdust. It tastes like crap. I'm just going to be like, dude, I'm going to have a McChicken once in a while. Yo, I love I'm going to go to Swing Arm City and, and get a little rowdy. I'm gonna eat a foot long burrito. Make some jokes. We're gonna ruin some tumblers on on YouTube and and on the internet. And I'm gonna have a burger. I love tacos. Taco Tuesdays the fucking shit, you know. And okay. if that results in me being a slightly overweight person but a happier mentality, so be it. Now I do get it. 
if it, if it's like your lifestyle, fully endorse it. Because I will say that endorsing a, a fat person's lifestyle is uh, stupid. Oh yeah, but well, just because just I, because I think you people, can't do as much. I guess shit. what I'm trying to say is people get so into the health factor so deep that I'm like, dude, <clears throat> life's short. Like, eat the fucking Butterfinger. <laughs> Like, Yo, it's not gonna be fire. a problem like have that domino slice of pizza maybe not all the time like i don't want to be like the devil on the street being like yeah dude you got a woods porn and like <laughs> you know like pizza. but i'm just like hey like i don't get the like uh i'm not bagging you but i don't get the like uh yeah i can't eat that and if you eat this i'm gonna get this cancer and i'm like dude oh, yeah. there's so many things that's gonna kill you like you're Probably like in ten years, people will be like, "Oh yeah, that toothpaste you had, that's going to kill you." Oh, for sure. You know, it's going to rot your teeth out. Your eyes are going to shrink because of this food. So at, at the end of the day, I'm like, "Well, my eyes have already shrunk, bro." But what I'm trying to say is like the the lifestyle, and you you and I are in this. Normal people look at us with like when we do motorcycles or like skiing or snowboarding or like all these things, jumping out <clears> of airplanes <throat> and stuff. They already look at us going like, "You are going to die," and I'm like, "Yeah, I hear that a lot." But you're going to die of like. You're gonna be a plain vanilla sandpaper bitch boy with no crust, uncrustables, uh, shitty knockoff version of uncrustables uh, sandwich because you're such a boring person. Like the dollar store uncrustables. Yeah, if that's even a thing. I think they're called smushables. Yeah, or just grossables. But I just don't. I, they come I guess, with mold inside of them. <laughs> yeah, pre-mold. They're pre-molded. <laughs> pre-molded. They're pre-molded. Dude, I have a friend who you bit into one fuck. of those and just ate a mold sandwich one time. <sighs> brand new he just peeled it open on purpose no he just, no he just peeled it open thought it was fresh it was fresh bit into it it was just mold Did you get it from a hippie store was it like a hippie food because i think hip, more hippie foods uh no it's like a literal uncrustables from just like walmart that's so gnarly yeah bro <laughs> it was like, yeah i i like uncrustables kind of because oh, i have kids now dude they're actually fired they're up. pretty good i'm not gonna lie i've needed yeah. a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and then i saw uh uh, Bert Kreischer talk about how he toasts his. He put he puts butter on each side and puts them in the toaster. Ooh. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's that sounds good. I haven't done it yet because I feel like I'd be like a, a that'd be like a I need more. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No. Like I, I will admit, there's been one time where I bought Incrustables at Costco purely because I was like, for my kids, I'm like, I'm gonna eat fucking two thirds of these. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't even have kids and don't. I've, I mean, I have kids, but don't eat their diet. Oh, I was going to say, I've already bought Uncrustables for myself before. <laughs> no, so, so you ask about the diet thing. The biggest thing is is I don't actually stick to it that that strictly. I mean, I I, I, I would say I hit it 75% of the days That's of the, pretty good, of the week. Yeah. I feel like that. I mean, if, I feel like if you could hit 40%, you're, you're in the top 20%. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 40%, top 20%. I would say if you hit yeah. 75%, you're in the top 5%. Yeah, if you can hit it 40% of the time, you're probably in the top 20% because there's a lot of people just give up. Well, yeah. Yeah, no. And I yeah. mean, honestly, I'm not, I'm too stupid to remember when I messed up. So oh. usually I forget, like, I, I'm like, I did great all week. Yeah. And then I think back, I'm like, dude, I had fucking Domino's pizza last night at 1 a.m. Yeah. I drank whiskey yeah. Friday and yeah. Saturday. Yeah. I, I went to McDonald's because I was late for a meeting and I couldn't find any food. I'm like, oh my God, I fucking suck. Yep. But but I still generally hit my goals, at least with the fasting part. So it's the one area of my dietary stuff I can control sure. without without to be to be honest, I hate to say it, but those alcoholics are onto something. The what? The alcoholics. <laughs> what do you mean? You know, like they're either all or nothing, baby. They, okay. they they don't got any in between. They don't got no chill. They just go hardcore or no core. And unfortunately, sometimes when it comes to me with food, I'm a fat fuck. And so the yeah. moment I take my first bite, bro. Mm-hmm. 
the beast emerges. What's funny is like you <laughs> eat a lot. Oh, bro, I eat a lot. And I have a friend who's like you. Uh, his name's Steven. He's a great person. He can eat so much. I need to meet him. And I um, I don't eat. I know. That's what makes no sense to me. I know. Like, I don't. Like, eat. how do you build the muscle? How, where, just, where did it come from? It's just given. I think I'm, like, gifted in that way. No, actually. Like, I, you look at my arms, and I feel like guys who work out, like, I'm, I'm a joker, right? I think guys who are, like, working out, and unfortunately for me, uh, a lot of uh, workout culture is getting bigger. Oh, dude, so, it's getting like, so big, bro. So, so, everybody's either ripped or fat. Bro. Yeah, it's so like more, one or two. more dudes are looking at me like, you don't fucking work out. I'm like, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, but like, look at me from a distance. Just look at me from a distance. Just because I got, I got like, I'm like pretty, I, I, I can, I can look, I can easily start looking like pretty cut if I wanted to, like. Yeah, if no, I put effort into it, like well, you, I'm you also with understand that. angles and aesthetics and lighting. Yeah, exactly. You, like I had a buddy, bro. He was twenty Ditch. pounds overweight, and he could take a fucking photo. It looks like look. he had a six pack with fat rolls, though. It mm. was all fat rolls. Mm. But the way he took the photo, dog, mm-hmm. Tinder thirst trap. This guy was a <laughs> god, bro. He was a god. He fucking matched yeah. every hot chick in our yeah. whole town. But oh. then he had, but then he had a fat boy uh, mentality, which I think is a, an attractive element for women. Oh, totally. They love the little yeah. fat boy. Like confident, but joker, like self-deprecating, but like kind of, well, and, and they came over thinking they were going to get some hunky-dory boy with the big old six-pack, and then they ended up actually just... Pillsbury dull boy. Yeah, having a great time hanging out with this chubby guy. That, that actually sounds kind of... Sad if you're in that world. No, I think they. I think. I think honestly, it worked well for him. Oh. I mean, shout out to Mike. Is he married now? Uh, no. So it's not working out. But I mean, he banged <laughs> a lot of chicks. That's not, I mean, <laughs> I feel like that's kind of like a shitty thing. You, yeah. Yeah. It depends on your goals. Well, I think your young person goals like that's awesome, and then you get older. I know more depressed older guys that are in that situation that were ballers. Yeah, that, players, that heavily killers. regret it. They're just yeah. like super depleted. Oh, dude, unfortunately, like on a serious note, I hate to say it, but like I didn't even have that much of a player phase. I was a, I was a fuck. I didn't kiss a girl till I was 17. Me neither. I'm a fucking nerd. Nux. I think I was 17, dude. Let's yeah. do a double. Let's do du- Let's do that's two nux. So we're going to do three, do 17, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 30, 40, 15, 16, 17. <laughs> that fucking hurt. Good yeah. for you. We've got well, we've got a lot of rings. Yeah, we got rings. Bro. <laughs> uh, seventeen knucks. Because uh, you, yeah, I didn't kiss a girl until I was seventeen. Yeah, no, same. And, uh, and I kissed very weirdly, but go to, for it. Well, to be honest, the only reason I kissed a girl, well, not, not she, the she only kissed reason. me too. That was a thing. Oh no, sounds yeah. rape. A little bit. Well, I, I, Acceptable rape. I know all about that. Yeah, I mean, Olson, ex- Olson educated me. Raped. It was like called something consensual non-consent. Non-consent, consensual, consensual, non-consent. I, I forgot about it. It goes in the last episode. It's, he talks about it. I like that. Yeah. But yeah, I'll keep, keep going though. I think I like that. I don't know if I like that. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to put my name Basically, on people are into like being, you know, forced into things. And oh, I, that was stop. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> stop it. I like it. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I, even, the, even the fact that I did... Between the ages of 17 <sighs> and 23 when I met my beautiful wife. Yep. Uh, talked to a lot of women. I feel like it was really fun in the moment. Yeah. But definitely, I see what you're saying. When, when like, you look back on it, it's like kind of like eating a bunch of unhealthy food after the fact. It's like that was sweet when I was doing it. Right. And then after the fact, right. like, no, like, I don't like the consequences. Yeah. 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 
I, I, I'm lucky enough to not have those consequences. I know, dude. You're legitimately, surprisingly, one of the only guys I know who right. could have pulled girls and chose not to. Yeah, didn't. It's weird, bro. I, I got, mean, you were like a pro snowboarder. You were like yeah. fucking cool guy. You yeah, were like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was. Well, what the hell? I, I mean, if I had that power, bro, if I was a pro snowboarder well, no, in no, college. No, 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 no. Let's, let's pull it back. I wasn't a pro. I just was like as close as you can get to like that level of pro. Okay. Okay. Well, what's that called? I don't know. Almost. <laughs> Promost. Promost, yeah. I, I, but I was you were like, like Kenny Powers of the snowboarding I, world. I did I do admit, like if I want to talk myself up a little bit, sell my younger self. If I'm if my older self is trying to pimp out pimp out my younger self, I was like Sell it to me. I was uh I have Italian skin, so I'm smooth. You got me. I'm blonde. I'm like pretty much six foot. Pretty I, much. Uh, I'm very Still talented counts. uh physically, like snowboarding and like I wasn't good at skating but like I was just like physically good at like sports physically good at sports sports is physical but not like I was mentally yeah retard <laughs> no no just physical which is like which is the, the non-threatening part for women right I'm not too smart <laughs> don't worry lady but I was like but I was like deep conversational person like I've traveled like I, I from younger teens I was I've already like by 19 I have been to like pretty much almost every state in the U.S. because of tours, skateboard tours. Oh, skateboarding. Yeah, you did the borders for Christing, too. Exactly, which makes me even cooler. Yeah, I forgot and about that. And then I had tattoos. I had a lip ring for a little bit, which is embarrassing. I always wanted one of those. But I had I long, curly, blonde hair. I was a snowboarder. And, yeah, I guess. And I was I was charming. like, And, and I was sincere. I think that's what made – I think, if honestly, if I were trying to flush this down all the to- down the toilet – and like, especially and it just when I was, wouldn't flush, and you're just like, oh. well, I have to pick some things out. Like everything can't flush, <laughs> so, some, pick, so pick, pick the things out that are not going to flush. You know, I, I would pick out like what I learned like through conversation with other uh, people and women, especially is like I think my sincerity and my like authenticity was probably my biggest like pullers or, or attractors because I wasn't like trying to like show up to a group or a gathering like trying to like be a peacock. Like I was just like. Is it peacock? Like I, I would go to uh, parties in Mammoth when I was younger, and every and I was very like I was very like, like uh, Mammoth, like the Lakes California, yeah, Mammoth Lakes California, yeah. And I was the kid that like no one can get drunk because I wish wouldn't and I wouldn't even drink. I bring Gatorade. I would like go to Fred Meyer and bring Gatorade. <laughs> you were actually you would have been my friend. Yeah, I was, but I was cool. Like everyone was like, dude, this guy is cool. Like, well, no, there's there's always but they're, a cool but they're sober like, guy. why can't you drink? Like, I want to get you to drink, and they couldn't get me to drink. And then the girls like, come on, drink. And I'm like, no. And so like that that was a mental fuck for them, right? But I I got married at 22. I met my my wife at when we were like I was like 19. I was like uh, late 19 year old. You know, so like I got, I think I got pulled out of that stuff at an early age because I got married at 22. That's what I met. Right. And I that's pretty wild. At like 23. So yeah, yeah, that's pretty early. I feel though. like when people are like, I'm getting married and I'm like, how old are you? Like 24. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, but, you but, judgmental but, piece of shit. Yeah. But then I remember I was like, oh, I was 22. So I, I get it, you know, but, um, and, and, and I have a healthy relationship and it's, it's been great. So your wife's like, awesome, bro. Yeah. You got two kids. That are yeah. Dope. It, your, dude, dope. your son literally. And I skipped the whole shitbag part. Cause I feel like the, the cliff was right there. Like I think beginning in that world of 2012, 2014, I got married in 2010, but I feel like that 2012, 2014, 15, that's like when like online meets sex meets 
instant gratification for things. And it's my college career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I just, I, I, I skipped all that. So it's like, I, I, I got away like before the, all the fast food came in. That's cool. So you're lucky, bro. Honestly, I, I am honestly. Cause yeah, straight up. Like I would say you're, approach towards life is pretty on point with mine. Yeah. I'm not trying to die with a million dollars in my bank account. If no. I had a million dollars in my bank account, I would either give it to We're my... We're blowing half of it right oh, away. Oh, yeah, right away, bro. Yeah. Or, or or I would just go give it to somebody dope. Right. Like, right. Or, or give it to my kids or like, or start a fund or do something. Bro. Sure. Like, I, I, don't, I don't understand the necessitation of I don't either. dying with assets. <clears throat> I also don't understand the necessitation... Well, let's pause really quick. Yeah. We might... Once we get there, maybe, maybe we're just not, old and I, I'm yet. open to that. Yeah. But yeah. right now, Hey bro, it's like, I used to hate joggers. Nope. Yeah. 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 Things change. So, so, so yeah. So, so yeah. Okay. So but keep going. So I didn't want to cut you off, but, but no, no, I was just going to say like, I, I just think that, uh, many of the people who we remember the most mm-hmm. died with the least. Yeah. You know, oh, whoa, you're deep right now. I don't know, bro. It's this whiskey dog. Cheers. Let's Cheers do- to that. dude. We're not tipsy. Not tipsy. But I mean, MLK? Fucking Joan of Arc? Jesus? Martin Luther King. Yeah, and Joan of Arc and Jesus. Those are the trio. That's, that's the, the trio, dog. That's the, the holy triumvirate. That's the world trinity right there. <laughs> that's the world trinity. Yeah. Bro. No, but I'm just saying, like, most of the time, what, what people really remember and what people really respect are either accomplishments in, of, of an intellectual variety, sure. an athletic variety, or a business right. variety. Right. Or um, uh, people who truly took a stand like sure. Joan of Arc didn't invent shit dude she just died people still remember her ass <laughs> yeah like 800 years what is it she died in like 1300 some shit like that yeah. but like the point is is that like it's not about the money you die with it's yeah. about the impact you made and it's yep. about the people you impacted in your lifetime yeah and I agree that's what that's way cooler than yeah, it's way being cooler. rich yeah I'd rather be poor and cool yeah than a rich dork well I I told myself uh I have a fantastic relationship with my father, and I I, I feel like I'm very blessed. Bro, your dad's a legend. Yeah, he is a legend. He's a legend. He's a super legend. He's we, an I, actual I, legend. I, I want to have him on the podcast because he, he's he's. I just learned something else that he told me the other day. I was like, oh my god, that's insane. But I want I want to spoil it. I don't, anyway, yeah, I want to know. He, but he's just full of stories. Episode, I guess full of stories. But he just basically was like, you know, I grew up with a father who was very involved with my life, and then he made a ton of money. I grew up poor, but like blue collar poor yeah same here and i but but i didn't know yeah i didn't know yeah i thought i was i thought i was actually kind of well off (laughs) yeah because i I grew up in chuila me too and i was like oh no we weren't but like (laughs) but then my dad made tons of money like we were like we were like peasant white collar class yeah for like a good three or four years a very solid four four years and then uh, my dad lost it all and like in that peak of my dad making it all and losing it all was when I was graduating and leaving. And I, I didn't like my dad then. Like I was not, we didn't have a good relationship. Really? So I, I think I subconsciously relate money with problems. And so I think I'm less motivated to make money, but more motivated to like have a good life enjoy the experiences that money can make. Yeah. And a part of your life. Cause I admit that that's, that is true. You know? So like, uh, I think my ventures into all the things, which you know a lot of, like involve a lot of uh, aspiration that involves riches. But I'm trying to like figure out how to like do that with with without having a crutch of the riches to it and just kind of have that. Because at the end of the day, I agree with that. I told myself when I was young, I was like, I want to be the tattooed 
world experience traveling grandpa that when I have my kids sitting on my grandkids in my lap, like grandpa, tell me about your life. I don't want to be like, well, I worked at a corporation, made a ton of money. And now I golf every fucking day and I'm retired, retired at 50. Like, cool. I, I know more people that have more regrets then. And I, now that I'm 35, there's actually, I'm starting to see it more, which is kind of funny. A lot of my buddies, my age. Yeah. A lot of buddies, my age immediately got into the money thing. And they're they, like, I'm like their joker uh dumbass wild card. friend no no like just more like wild card like holy yeah. shit like what, what is you, chuck doing yeah yeah you jump out of a fucking plane you got motorcycles in your garage like you ski you don't day trade <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you know like i'm like no i don't you know it's like i i appreciate those things it's, it's it's a balance i don't know where i'm really going with this but um i do agree with the balance of life because the one thing i don't get is legacy i don't really care well, I've never cared. And actually, I'm about, I'm about to have a meeting. I have a meeting with a great group of uh, very wise and very diligent and very smart people every Thursday mornings. And, and our, our next meeting is about legacy, and it's, like, really important. So I'm like, well, let's see how that rolls for me. You know what? I <laughs> Might think, change my opinion by next week. So I have a weird kind of problem. Oh. I read a lot. That's a good problem. I'm dyslexic. I <laughs> <laughs> I can't read. I, I am. Oh, I can't. I don't actually read. I'm sorry. Oh, do you, I audible. I I do. I did read. I used to, when I was a kid. I used to read. I started reading when I was three years old. I was homeschooled. Um, I, I read Lord of the Rings for the first time when I was like six. What the fuck? All the way through. I remember when I was like 14. My parents were like, oh my gosh, dude. I took a fucking uh, a, a test when I was in second grade for reading comprehension, mm-hmm. and I, I was a uh, sixth grade level. No, twelfth grade level. Reading level when I was in second grade. What? Yeah, I used to be like a prodigy dog. You you do you are smart. I mean, I'm smart, but I'm yeah, not, no, no, I'm no, not no, that no. smart. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think the weed kind of plays in a little bit of that funkiness, but like it also enhances it. So I, I, you're a very smart person. <laughs> there's a, there's you, you are you are yeah. Just maybe, take it. Maybe okay. Thank you. I, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no. So I love to read, but as I've gotten older, I just haven't had time, and so my reading uh, level had gone from like fucking god level right to like above average yeah um then in like 2014 i discovered uh, audible i started getting into audiobooks i've been listening to way too many i think at this point i have seven and a half months worth of listening time dedicated to audiobooks just for me wait like, uh, wait, wait 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 from for, what's the time span on that since 20 so it's 2024 just became 2024 so since 2013 so 11 years i've listened to seven and a half months of audiobooks Okay, of continuous time. That's of a continuous lot. time, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. That's, it's quite a bit. That is a lot. And that's just like on my free time, you know. It's just a few thousand hours. Oh yeah, minimum, yeah. Yeah. But but like no, I I, I just uh I love reading and, and I've been reading way too many books. And I, I, I read these books about, you know, like history. I read mm-hmm. books about I read all sorts of nerdy stuff. Yep. But but the thing is is bro, who who actually leaves the biggest legacy? The Rockefeller or the guy who gets frozen on the top of a mountain in an ice cap that they find 10,000 years later with some tattoos on him that go, they go, hey. wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Yo, this boy got he, like the uh, village idiot. Yeah. Yeah. This Jokes guy froze, you. froze up. Like, have you heard of Otzi, the Iceman? The, you mean the, the, the Everest guy? No, no. Otzi wait. was like in the Swiss Alps, I think, or, or maybe he was in the Italian Alps. No. Old, old, old ass guy. Obviously. Mm-hmm old as fuck like caveman airs mm-hmm. um anyways he f- he was like trying to go over the mountaintop while he was being chased by some motherfuckers he got shot in the back with a bunch of arrows 
died and, at like the top of the Swiss Alps and froze and froze solid, and the, he like still looks like normal person because he's because he's been like in an ice cube. That's wild. And and uh, they with, with the arrows in his back still. I believe so. Yeah, I believe he. I believe Whoa. he was shot by somebody like trying to run away. Mm-hmm. Um, either that or they think he might have been executed. Okay, um, some. But yeah, he like, didn't live. He didn't die from natural causes. No, def- definitely didn't. And he was probably a piece of shit. But he's like, he's probably, <laughs> he's probably the guy that everyone was like, fuck this guy fuck in his town. But like, they're fuck Aussie, yeah. bro. What do you remember him? You remember. How do they know his name, by the way? You I, I was wondering Albert Garfinson of our time, not fucking village idiot Dave. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but who do we know about? We don't know about the most successful guy in his we village. We don't. We know about the we village know, idiot. Yeah, got we know about the guy. on his back. Yeah, exactly. You heard of the bog man? Mm-hmm. No. The bog man, he died in England. Uh, nope. he, he, was a, he was a little, little bad boy. Yeah. He got executed um by being like drowned in a bog but unfortunately bogs preserve and he's also the only person from his village we've ever fucking heard about wow so 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 here's my on you bitch (laughs) here's my theory bro regardless of other other semantics thing like how much money you make all this other thing you just need to get frozen (laughs) or bogged out the trick in life is to like get something (laughs) some weird shit happen to you before you die yeah so like preferably i'm i don't you could you could leave no legacy, bro. Yeah. But just freeze yourself in a mountain. Okay, true true talk. True yeah, talk true talk. Right now. True talk. Yeah. Um, because my dad says this all the time, and I do feel like if it ever does come down to this, I feel like it actually might become a reality. And like knock on wood a little bit here, but are you um, about to say some bad shit? No, no, no. Just like my dad always talks about, like if he always jokes, and it's almost like a serious joke, but it's like a it's a joke. It's it's the root of it's a joke, but then it, the older you get, you're like, mm, is it a joke? You know, he always says like, hey, if I'm like really losing it, like, don't keep me around. Like, tell me, you know, push, let, let's go skydiving and then just don't put a parachute on me. Oh, that's a good idea. You know, or like, well, no, no, we'll but go, get him to the top of a mountain somewhere. He deserves that. Yeah. Yeah. But like the, the whole <laughs> idea was like, have give me some sort of epiphany experience. And my, and my dad, my dad, my dad's a softy. And this is where your dad I, is not a softy. No, bro. no, no. Your dad's a six nope. foot tall Viking I know, legend. But I've always made fun of him because he's a softy. My dad will cry immediately. Whoa. And he's a, I, he's a real man. Yeah. And I I was like, that's full you're such a shitbag dad. Like you can't do, you can't do that. And you can't then just now die. I've been I've been hit with us with the softiness like in the last couple of years. And my dad will like my dad my dad will see like when when my wife was pregnant with our first kid. And my daughter wasn't born yet. My dad would, and my dad knew about it. We were like skiing and he's in the lodge and he's like seeing a two year old girl or a three year old girl get ready. And he started crying. Like that's how like soft he is. Oh and dude. No, he's just sentimental. Bro. Sure. I bet your dad could kill me in hand to hand combat. But anyway, but like my, my question <laughs> is, yeah, I mean for real though. No, but he, no, he's dangerous. Yeah, he is. Uh, especially if, if he puts his teeth, his, his bottom teeth out. Oh no. You're fucked. <laughs> if he does that to you, yeah, that's like some fucking predator shit. It is. That's 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 key words in in your world world to leave. But Get anyway, question is, um, if you were given the opportunity to live a miserable life that could potentially be better if you got through it, but you're like, let's say you're 65 or let's call it 68. Yeah, right. And you got diagnosed with something that's it's like it's it's rapidly decreasing in quality of life yeah would you want to keep around 
and stick through it and try to figure it out? Or would you want to like have that epiphany moment of like, this is it and let's jump off the cliff and have fun. That's a tough question. You know, um, that is, it is tough not to get too deep. Just get deep. But this year my grandma passed away. Right. And I was holding her hand when she died. That's gnarly. Like she passed when I was holding her hand. Yeah. Yeah. So I had this, not to like talk about me, but I had a similar experience with my with my nana when she died and uh, she passed away in 2017, 2018 or 2017. And I she passed away like a few hours after. But she was like past the, like she couldn't talk. She was like clearly it was like everyone knew the last. Like, yeah, it's the last few hours. Yeah. No. And but but yeah, that, that's 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 gonna be kind of wild. Yeah, dude. Cheers to what's your grandma's name? Kajern. Kadrian. Kajern. 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 Grandma, you're the best. Cheers, Grandma. But yeah, no. Um, when that happened, it, it you know, it uh, kind of fucked up my mental for a bit. True. Because, dude, my grandma was dope. But not only was she cool. Dad's side, mom's side. Mom's side. Okay. Um, all my grandmas are really cool, man. Right. I, I happen to be lucky enough to have three because my dad's parents got divorced after he got out of high school. So I've I've had three grandmas my whole life. Okay, and bro, like, that's awesome. As a as a kid, it's pretty cool. To have yeah, three grandmas. I never had any of that. More presents, yeah. More dope grandparents to sure. hang out with. More adventures. It was mm-hmm. it was the best. But um, yeah. So a broken family sometimes can be a benefit. But long story short, when she passed away, you know, I I was holding her hand. Um, she basically suffocated to death because of her lungs um, not working well. Oh, it's gonna be gnarly. Yeah, and uh, you know, um, I would say that after that experience, because mm-hmm. it was it was pretty hardcore, bro. Yeah, like, it took her about five days of not eating or drinking really much of anything to actually fully pass. That's crazy. I was there every day for yeah. like eight hours a day. Yeah. Um, and uh, long story short, what it made me realize is that I, I mean, my grandma was probably one of the most influential, coolest, most just baddest ass type she had a fucking she was the sort of person who threw a barbecue and 50 people showed up she's the sort yeah. of person who had to have two funerals because there was too many people to show that's up to one funeral. That, that's that's wild and that was when she that's was cool in her 80s bro like yeah. think if she had a funeral when she's in her 50s right if it was like it would have been like thousands like one of, of those people. mega churches were like come here come yeah here, come actually here. televised just just real quick random story yeah about my grandma because mm-hmm. i gotta tell this real quick she so before bill cosby got mm-hmm. outed mm-hmm. bruh i knew I knew Bill Cosby was a creep because my grandma used to be real pretty. She was a model. Okay. She was the number one saleswoman in America for uh, fashion uh, 90210, I believe it was. Wow. Um, Which was basically Mary Kay of like the 70s, 80s, 90s. That's wild, bro. And so she used to be the person who they'd fly out to like Vegas to speak on stage for their like MLM. Because basically it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, sure. But 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 she she was the best in the whole country. She lived in Santa Cruz. She was a fucking socialite. She was good looking. Right. She killed it. So they flew her out to speak on stage in mm-hmm. Las Vegas for Fashion 90210. And, or I think that's what it was, Fashion 90210. But long story short, she, she spoke on stage. Bill Cosby was the keynote speaker. Okay. <clears throat> when I was a kid, she always told me about how this Bill Cosby guy chased her around inside the locker, locker rooms behind stage and, and was, <laughs> was trying to grab her ass, right? Like oh she, she's like, he was trying to pinch my ass. He wanted to pinch my ass. And so she, she literally t- described the scene where she was in a room with a bed. And he was chasing around, and she was jumping over the bed, and How ended old? up. She was like probably twenty eight, twenty nine. 
but she she ended up running out of the room to escape Bill Cosby's ass pinching. <laughs> And, bro, that was how I found out that Bill Cosby was a creep about 10 years before the rest of the world knew. Wow. Um, but, yeah, she told me he was a creep. And she was like, bro, I'm pretty sure he wasn't joking. Because she was like, I think he wanted to do more than just pinch my ass. And I was like, Bill Cosby? Because I'd seen him in, I'd yeah, I'd, I, when I was a Jell-O kid. man? Yeah, yeah like, it's fun over. Yeah. You know, like I was like, no, dude, like, not Bill Cosby, Grandma. You're crazy. And then they fucking dropped all that shit. And I was like, Grandma was right. Grandma was fucking right. Right, yeah. Grandma knew. She knew. Oh, dude. Personal personal experience. Personal experience. So anyways, totally, totally crazy. My grandma was a legend, though. Okay. But long story short, what she taught me is that being with your friends and family is important. Mm Mm-hmm. Honestly, I feel I'm I feel so privileged to have been there when she passed. Yeah. But if I could not have to put my friends and family through the same thing, I would definitely not like to. And and so you're saying you jump out of the plane. I would jump out of the plane. Cuz I would too, bro. And bro, like like if you have stage 4 cancer or something like that. Just so you know, like, I have like multiple friends who've said the same thing, so like we might just have to get a fat party going. Yeah, yeah. Suicide bus. Well, and and by the way, my thing is not drop jump out of a plane, bro. What would I'm, you do? I, I'm talking Way earlier. Well, my dad's got one that makes him cry all the time, but what's yours? Oh, I always wanted to just, you know, climb the tallest mountain I could. Well, you couldn't climb. You're, you're stage four cancer. I mean, you're you're, you're going to get a couple steps and you're going to freeze, which might be kind of cool. <laughs> it might be kind of nice. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, fallback options, I freeze on the way up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if I make it to the top. Okay. Okay. And you get and get solidified up there. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Break, I'm not solidifying up there, bro. I'm not gonna be the. I'm not gonna be Otzi the Iceman at the top of the mountain. Mm. I'm gonna be Jeremy the fucking dumbass at the bottom of the cliff. <laughs> that never made it. <laughs> but everyone's gonna know. No, yeah. yeah. It, like, like my my ideal situation. Would they be, have no idea the story of it is like so sentimental. Like, yeah, you're yeah. Gonna that doesn't, die that doesn't matter. No one else cares or, about any of that. Bro. Yeah. What they like, care about is like the tattoos that I have yeah. and like the freaking clothes that I'm wearing and like right. the historical period I came from. Right. And. And it'll be like, this guy might have just landed a quadruple backflip. Yeah. From there. Mm-hmm. Like 10,000 feet up. Yeah. Did he think he was going to make my dad, it? My dad always talks about, um, let me find a, a catastrophic event that requires me to sacrifice my life and let Ooh, me do it. Dude. I was like, dad, don't let me cry right now. That's like he's like, he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, he's, like he's like, he's like, if I was dying and I knew it and there was a bus that fell into the the river and I had to pull a bunch of kids out and die. He's like, that's what I want to do. I'm like, okay. Okay. Dad. Well, I mean, that would be, that'd be yeah. ideal. Yeah. Yeah. It would be. Un- unfortunately, like, I don't know if yeah. I can arrange that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you, can you get really drunk and drive a bus with a bunch of kids off a cliff? I'll save them. <laughs> yeah. I'll save- Stage four cancer. I got it. <laughs> don't worry about it. No, no. But, but like, yeah, it's it's rough. It's sad, bro. Like yeah. the, the weird part, you know, we, we, when you turn thirty, bro. Yeah, I swear to God, it's when you turn thirty, you realize you're on mortality. Nope. Fuck you. Nope. I turned thirty it was the best time of my life. Really? Yeah. I haven't hit that yet. Really? Yeah. I'm impressed. I haven't hit that yet. I have hit the realization that I'm five years, and actually, I'm about to be four years. I'm two months away from uh, being 36. But I'm like Old ass bitch. four years from being 40, Wait, right? When's your birthday real quick? March 9. Uh, March 25. So the, Are you Aries? 
I don't know what that means. It's it's, it's oh, like I'm a, Pisces, I think. That's it, what it, it is. makes sense. I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. I, I don't I don't actually know what any of that means. Pi- yeah, Pisces. I was trying to be an asshole. I, I, my no, my birthday is March 25th. I'm Pisces. So. My my daughter's 27th. No way. Yeah, March. Yeah. Hell yeah. But anyway, like uh, I was saying, um, I don't even know what I was saying. You were saying I forgot that. What uh, was I saying? You were saying that. Um, what was he Your birthday's coming up, yeah. and you haven't sensed oh, mortality right, the yet. Sentimental value, right? Sentimental yeah. value. Like yeah. the only the only thing I've realized is like, okay, I'm four Trust years the drunk guy. I'm four years from being forty, <laughs> right? I'm further, I'm further away from twenty one than I am to forty, right? So like, I, I've realized like, I'm, you're getting older. The older part's settling in, and like us both last year for me anyway was a rough year especially with uh, snowboarding a bunch of stuff happened oh yeah dude, same like, here bro you and i both like tore our achilles tendon within a week and a half of yeah, each other yeah. and then that, you tore yours twice yeah yeah and then i had to get complete reconstructive yeah. surgery on mine it was bad yeah we it's got so like we, that part is like because we're a bunch of gimps yeah but like i i remember like being 34 ish being like i'm doing a good job of holding on to like ripping hard because I know a lot of buddies who just can't even like ride down the hill like well. Well, you're kind and of a I'm, legend, bro. Well, whatever. But like I and then, and then like that happened and then you're like, oh, OK, fuck, <laughs> you know, like I'm getting older. Like I got to be more careful, you know, but at the same time, it's also this 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 uh, double edged sword where you're like, fuck your your preconceptions. Yeah. And and and. And kind of going no, actually, into, fuck your face, bro. And, go, and going into this, wait, let's, let's get into this. It'd be, it'd be the end of our conversation, I guess. But which is kind of funny. It's 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 a little bit of a downslope, but I feel like it's a massive upslope. And I never thought in my life that I'd be thirty five, ruining fucking Stanley Cups <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> or doing a podcast with a piece of shit guy like me yeah <laughs> or like you know I, I guess i guess my idea like person inside my head when i was like 18 20 because i was so goal orientated it was like making tons of money and all that sort of stuff and i i believe that will come but i do feel like well, i'm 35 ruining cups on youtube and tiktok <laughs> and and we we've had some recent no better su- place to be we've had some recent success oh yeah we we have we have a uh of a, a video of us ruining a stanley cup that's got like over three million views 3.2 almost yeah now. and who, who knows where it's gonna go but like you know now we're now we're buying now we're trying to figure out how to scrap money to buy a, a pink <laughs> stanley cup for 300 dollars to ruin that one because middle school and high school girls covet it well we're basically like the whistling diesel of home goods yeah <laughs> Yeah, and it's not a bad place to be, I guess. I guess in a way, we are village idiots. No, that's actually always been one of. That's uh, to be honest, that's also always been kind of one of my goals. Like, and I know that sounds weird to be a village idiot. Yeah, totally. So I get. I mean, I, 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 my career that I wanted to identify with it as a kid was I wanted to be the bard. Or like okay. the the myth the mithril the, the, okay. the, 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 the minstrel I'm sorry the mithril the minstrel the mithril that's a fucking fake metal from Lord of the Rings. Well, the minstrel sounds weirder. The minstrel. Well, a minstrel is a bard. Well, it's, the minstrel is also like a period. <laughs> oh, that's menstrual. Yeah, well, this that's what I'm saying. This is minstrel. This is spelled different. Totally. Okay. It's instead of yeah. Anyways, okay. minstrel okay. with an I. Okay. Um, <clears throat> minstrels were just a, a another word for bard, which is basically like a entertain entertainer okay. of. Surfs, um, 
Um, okay. Basically, your job was to just go around to different towns. Like, you, know, you ever seen Lord of the Rings Gandalf when he rolls up with the fireworks in his cart? In the yeah, beginning? yeah. He was yeah. a shit. No, that that's that's. But what he it, also showed up with a bunch of midgets. Like, he's a big, no, he's no, a normal no, he, size he, body. He was visiting. He's he's vi- <laughs> he was visiting the midgets. That's the. He's visiting. <laughs> that's when you visit midgets. Is visiting. <laughs> so if you visit midgets, that's called visiting. But we can't say that anymore. Small, yeah, we can say little I'm people. You just can't say like retard midgets. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. don't say that. Yeah, do you know there's actually? I don't know if I should get into this. What are there Down syndrome midgets? No, no, no. Is there so, wait, wait, wait. No, no, there's something better than that, bro. Something better than that that you never even would have thought was possible. That I actually actually no. wait, 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 wait. It's really quick. Are there Down syndrome midgets? I actually don't know if that's possible because I feel like it's like I feel like most midgets are really smart. We gotta search the. Internet. Well, they have big heads. They, they used, you know. During, I don't know, dude. I don't. You know, during during the the ancient times, you know, Zacchaeus in the Bible. Yeah, yeah, he was probably a midget. No, he was. And oh. you, you, did you know that in the um, he was a tax collector? He's like, okay, I'm sure, but I'm gonna make sure you guys are all sucking my dick. No, 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 no. So the Romans and the Greeks both uh, actually put people that had um, midget syndrome midget or whatever you call it in, in positions of accounting. Hmm? Because they believe that they were better at, so you know, dwarves, like the whole modern day idea of dwarves. Like, I think when I hear dwarves, <clears throat> I just think of Lord of the Rings. Well, so, so just so you know, Tolkien basically invented, invented the modern idea of dwarves, but it was based off of a pre, uh, uh, like a like a historical context when okay. basically for thousands of years, uh, most societies had. Um, Employed. Watch what you say. No, no, this is true. This is true. They employed and paid uh, people that were dwarvish. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but no. So, so I'm just missing my mouth. So, so essentially, um, Tolkien wrote wrote the dwarves <laughs> as as a as a caricature yeah. of the way that we had treated midgets for thousands okay. of years, and 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 people who were who were shorter that had the big head. They they thought they thought they were really smart. And and they might have. I actually I have no idea if there's any correlation between cranium size and intelligence. Okay. But long story short, they basically use them as accountants for like not use them, but like they got automatically an accounting job. It wasn't like they they were being used because accountants always always have been paid pretty well. Yeah. But but essentially they those people were accountants. So the dwarves, the reason they like hoard gold and minerals and mine is because that was basically the caricature mm. of dwarves in in his in his paradigm okay. in world war one okay so previous world war one dwarvish people as far as i know were basically oftentimes given the opportunity to be uh like uh, accountants and, and and legal assistants right and like lawyers okay. and things like that and so they used to and they you used to imagine also, having a midget lawyer <laughs> back in that time you're like i i got the i got the best <laughs> like the shorter he is, the better. The judge is like already like, oh, midget's right. <laughs> yeah, <he's> right <laughs> like, this guy fucking have, knows what he's talking he's about. Fucking, like, the, Romans, the Romans are like, got, the, the guys, the other defendants got like normal sized. <laughs> yeah, but he's like got total logic. Like he did it. But like, no, nah. he's got a midget, man. He's got a midget, bro. Yeah, he, he, he wins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no. So, so essentially, that's where the dwarvish, like, I, I like legend, oh, kind of like, sure, like, okay, basically. But Tolkien, that's cool. But yeah, if that's true. Okay, no, it, it is true. That's I'm why Zac- that's why Zacchaeus was a was a was a tax collector. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, long story short, uh, they also believed up until the Gilded Era, uh-huh. uh huh, nineteen ten or so, that 
which actually was uh, not the Gilded Era. Gilded Era ended in like the 1890s. But they believed that cranium size directly related to intelligence. Okay. And so they used to measure people's cranium, and based upon your cranium size, that was basically their, your aptitude for critical thinking. Well, fuck, dude. My head's huge. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you, you would have but fucking I'm, done I'm, well. You want to put a book in front of me? <laughs> <laughs> well, my head's pretty small. It's hard to read. So I would they would have thought I was retarded. Yeah. Oh, well, shit. I shouldn't have said that. You can say I say retard. Okay, good. You're okay. Okay, well. My, my mother-in-law. And by the way, I don't mean that in any offensive way. Well, I don't care. My, my, my mother-in-law is, <laughs> my mother-in-law is a, uh, uh, she, she, she was a Down syndrome, or a, she's a special ed teacher. <laughs> Not just purely Down syndrome, it's all types of people. Yeah. So I, I can say it. That's okay. How, that's how that works. It makes sense. Yeah. I have a Chinese sister, so I can say Chinese slang. Oh. Oriental? No, I'm just kidding. That's not <laughs> true. But... I found out Oriental's racist, by the way. Apparently, that's care. super racist. I don't care, dude. Why is that racist? It shouldn't be. The Orient, to me, sounds like a hey, mysterious want, and cool really, place. I want I want to go on an adventure in the Orient. You want to hear a really mean the thing? The Orient Express? You want to hear a really mean thing that's actually kind of true? Yeah, 100%. Someone told me this, and I was like caught off guard, and I'm, I'm an unfiltered person. And they're like, we need to bring back like bullying. Like We need to bully people more. I feel like we do. I do. Social mm. media. I'm not saying we do or we don't, but mm. I'm like, it's a, it's a interesting contrast to be like, I mean, do you know why I'm the man I am today? Because of people that told you you couldn't do what you could do. Oh no, no. Oh, people always believed in me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, people didn't believe me. Um, no, mostly, mostly I, uh, was five foot two, mm-hmm. went from being homeschooled to high school. Right, that's a rough straight transition. into high school. Yeah, that's rough. And bro, being five foot two and being a freshman who was homeschooled. And by the way, I thought Hawaiian shirts tucked into cargo shorts with a dope. with with one of those like fabric right. belts that hung down. Ah man, you were, and the skate shoes. You are prime and the skate shoes with the ankle socks. You're prime material for the Hawaiian shirt, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude, I was an idiot. Yeah, and here's the deal. <laughs> um, I I rocked that shit, and I yeah. I also would grease my hair yeah. down so much with gel, like the dollar store gel. Like sure. It was super sloppy. And yeah, yeah, thick. thick made your hair look wet you, you would tap on it i would like, i would like yeah, yeah i would yeah. i would like part it like yep. center part or yep. like side part and yep. like grease the fuck out of my hair bro so mm-hmm. i looked real good mm-hmm. for the ladies mm-hmm. and yeah i just got picked on a lot but yeah. but guess what i i was so dumb oh yeah dumb it might be the right word yeah socially inept yeah i, yeah. I actually thought that all these guys were hilarious mm-hmm. and i was like dude that's a, fucking i was like dude these guys are so like funny. you're a legend like no like they're just like yeah. burning me and i'm like bro you guys yeah. are fucking awesome well okay but this and is- so then eventually i just became best friends with all of my bullies so like basically every single person who tried to bully me right i, I didn't realize they were right. bullying me because i was homeschooled right so and I, i'd be like i'd be like bro you guys are fucking hilarious like they'd be like yeah. they like roast they're me like what are you trying class, to do and they'd be like Shut up, you fucking Hawaiian shirt wearing little cargo shorts, bitch! And I'd be like, "Bro, that was a good one." And they'd be like, "This guy is homeschooled." Yeah. <laughs> and then pretty soon, it basically yeah. turned into they were like, "Yeah, we sh- we could tolerate him." And yeah. then pretty soon, it turned into like we're all best friends, right? But it was basically because I got bullied, and then right. eventually, I learned how to buy buy girls' jeans as skinny jeans, mm. and then I eventually ended up buying joggers, and now I look really cool mm. all the time. Okay. I'm a fashion icon, basically. Well, fast forward to now. <laughs> Fast forward or not, because you're in this with me. I've kind of forcefully pulled you into my circle. Well, no, I like it. I, I, I like it too, but we have, I think, I think we're at the very beginning of something that's going to do this. Like, and, a, like a boner. Yeah. And I think that uh, <laughs> we're, we're getting a taste of like what the world's about to get. But anyway, with that being said, 
We ruined a Stanley Cup. That was fun and all. Shooting it with a backyard camera and all that sort of stuff. But let's fast forward a hypothetical couple years. Yes, yeah. Right? What is something that if we kept on the string of what we're doing, the same tune, what is something iconic that you would like to destroy for society to just get their mind bubbled about? Ooh. Like, what is something that, like, you can look at and go, Chuck, if we can do this with a video or, like, destroy this for the sake of doing it as because we're, we're a bunch of village idiots, <laughs> what would that be? That is a really good question. So, does it need to be technical? It could be anything you want. No, no strings attached. Like, what is something that you can be like, Hey, if we can get to a point where in a video we're doing this to this object or whatever, not a human, right? We're not going <laughs> to murder We are going to destroy any human. No, no. It's just more so like a, it's an object that people idolize or something. What 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 would it be? Like what was what's like pinnacle like we made it? Oh, dude. Like where we shake hands after the video we're like we did it. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know I know exactly. I know exactly what I what I want to destroy. Hmm. So <clears throat> Basically, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah. Basically, yeah. Um, there are a lot of brands mm -hmm. that exist mm -hmm. that overcharge mm -hmm. for the quality of their product. Okay, and most of them happen to be designer. Yeah, and the thing I think personally is mm -hmm. that I will pay for gear, mm -hmm. but I will not pay for status. Sure. So I will buy. Mm -hmm. An Arcteryx jacket, mm. if I had to, because okay. because they were the first people to pioneer Gore-Tex technology sure. in okay. a hard shell format. I get that. You know, they're 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 expensive. They're overly yeah. priced. They're overly and priced. No, way, no way yeah. Over. By the way, if you guys want to give us a discount, we'd fucking love that. But yeah, we I love your products. They're expensive as well. But hell. also, like, look at this. Yeah, look at that. Look at that right look there. Look at this. Yeah, look at that one. And Unfortunately, one. it's embarrassing. But yeah. no. Long story short, like those sort of products, I don't hate because I'm like, hey, you know, you like honestly, you bought a Gore-Tex suit, you might survive some shit. Sure. But if you bought some fucking Coach or Louis Vuitton, no, coaches. For poor people. Oh. Yeah, go up higher than that. Louis Vuitton. Yves Saint Laurent. Yeah, Saint Laurent. Uh, fucking any of those sort of brands, bro. To me, they are. So you're saying we should get we should get tailored for Gucci suits and fucking ruin rip rip them apart, bro. Because because well, my 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 whole thought process is is that like you know I I've worked in e-commerce quite a bit. You have yep. too. Yep. Almost anything that costs a lot, you can get for a lot less. Yep. yep, yep, yep and 99.9% yep. .9 of the time, the quality is does not same. match the price. Yeah, it's true. And so I personally would love to destroy people's perceptions of quality, quality luxury goods. Right. And then find out which luxury goods are actually high quality. Or good, yeah. Yeah, because cause here's the thing. I will pay for quality, right. but I will not pay for a fucking name. Right. And, I'm in the middle. Well, I will... Maybe for a video. Well, I like like I have a pair of Gucci slides. Well, yeah, but did you buy those because they're quality? No. You told me they're the most uncomfortable slides you've ever. Yeah, they worn. are. They're, they're, yeah, my ten dollar Adidas slides from Costco. Yeah, my twenty dollars uh, Nikes are way primo. better. Yeah, way better. Yeah, but these are like, but it's Gucci. Oh, but it's Gucci. Yeah, I just bought them because I was like, whatever. Because you're gay. Yeah, a little bit. 
<laughs> no offense. Yeah. I mean, no offense to anybody out there, but yeah. But okay, so 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 that's so so okay. So let's let's condense the answer. Something designer ruining something designer like. Like yeah. a, like okay, so I'm I'm gonna paint the picture for you. Yes, we get Gucci suits that are tailored to us because that that's got to be fifteen grand each. Oh, minimum, right? Minimum. We're talking and then, next. And then we we're talking man it. purses. Yeah, and we were, backpacks, and we ruin it like whole outfits decked out. Oh yeah, decked. And, and we ruin them in a very unique way. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We're shaking. We're gonna do it. Well, I mean, like It'll I would pref- I, I, preferably I would like to crash on my motorcycle on purpose. Yeah, and just rip it off me yeah, like like leathers I'm, I'm down with like that. street leathers yeah i'm down with it okay mine's might be too aggressive then maybe not i hope well not. i want to hear yours i want to hear yours because because i've had this... I, just, I just have a problem with the, the luxury goods industry unless okay. you back it up with quality okay. okay so we're we're almost an hour and a half into this, this is gonna probably be oh my little, god are we i know really? we're gonna be quick about Can this Can I pop this yeah yeah but um i'd say this i'm so sorry we're so sorry, everybody. I'm so sorry. Um, give me a little more taste, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this is really good. Dude. This is MLK taste. Day, bro. And we're good. We're good. That's enough, bro. This is Uncle MLK. Nearest. R.I.P. Uncle MLK. Fucking Nearest. Should we do a segment? <laughs> yeah. Welcome, everybody. This is, welcome. Oh, this is uh, Uncle Nearest. He's he's great. He's very close. Yeah, he's a close friend he's of ours. Right around the corner. Yeah, he's not from Idaho. He's not very far away. But anyway, it's good. Buy it. Buy it. Um. Okay, so my dream, and this has been a dream for a long time, but I've never had an excuse to do it, and I feel like I finally found the beginning of the excuse to do it. <laughs> oh, yes. And I've always wanted to do this, and I still want to do it. And even at 35, I've carried this idea for, like, honestly, honestly, like 12 years probably, like 23-ish, I'd probably call myself, 23, 24, when I discovered that money could be an option. And business, I started like business and stuff. I was like, okay, what does that entail? Money. I was like, okay, what <laughs> what can I do with money? You know, and, and this is really uh, not that much, not as much as you'd expect. Yeah, but like a lot of it. And I was like, okay, and this is still a dream of mine. I really want to ruin a luxury car, and it's always been a Lamborghini. Ooh. Like I really want to like. That's a whole nother level. I really, really want to like. Wear a GoPro on my chest, maybe one on my head or whatever, and buy a car from a dealership. And that exact day, just rip it. Like, have fun with it. Rip it in the field. Like, just destroy it. And it all comes down to the root uh, fundamentals of destroying what people idolize. Yeah. And I know that it'll be a, a mountain of work to get to that point to where you're going to have hesitations of like ruining something that co- just cost you $300,000. Oh, yeah. But it's the, the kamikaze village idiot motherfucker but we don't that did it to ruin it. Like it takes that kind of mentality that like Joker, Batman and Joker mentality to like do it to go. It took me. A decade to get here. <laughs> the first thing I'm gonna do is ruin it. Yes, I like. And that. I love. I, I like. I kind of like thrive off of it a little bit. So I really like that idea. Yeah. I also. We should do it in Gucci suit suits. Oh yes. Dude. Okay, <laughs> That's so what we should do. So, so one make a make a make a Lamborghini a four seater. Like to spend tons of money to like stretch it. Like go buy it, stretch it, get Gucci suits all f- like. Maybe there's a fourth person. There's three of us right now. Yes. There's a fourth person. We just wreck this thing. 
in well, Gucci suits. One thing, no offense to Whistling Diesel, but um, what I would love to do sure. is not manufacture fake environmental tests, but actually destroy it using it for what it was meant for. So what I mean by that, okay, okay, like like I've I thought a lot about car destruction, and the only okay. reason I thought a lot about that is because I love cars, yeah, and I love destruction, right? Um, and so for a while I had a plan to destroy all Pontiac. Uh, I think it was it's the, it was the Apache, or uh, basically, I, I wanted to start a YouTube channel for a while where I where I bought all this really shitty car that everyone mm-hmm. hates. It was like this. It was it was the Apache. It was the Pontiac. SUV that kind of looked like a, a Lexus, but okay. it was like it was like rounded. It was really gross. It was okay. I think it was called the Apache. Okay. Long story short, a car that no one likes. Yeah. Just destroying it by actually using it. So we're not we're not talking running it to walls. We're talking you buy it and you rev and run and ride it until it actually explodes. And, right, and okay. in my opinion, I don't right. think it takes that long. So like right. theoretically, you buy a brand new Lamborghini. You put it in the hands of the milkman. You put it in the hands of Michael Spears. Sure. You put it in the hands of myself and you. Mm-hmm. And we don't even need to crash it. Because here's the thing. You, no, don't, it'll, you it'll, don't need it'll to crash die. it. It'll, it it will explode mm-hmm. just from RPMs within right. a day, in my personal opinion. I, no, think, it, I, th- I, think, I think if I had to destroy a really nice car, I could do it in a legitimate well, manner. Well, like, can you jump a Lamborghini? Like, let's try it. We could find out. Let's try it. And, and also... How long can it stay at redline? Right. And how long? How 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 fast can it go right. on, in a, in a Montana straightaway mm-hmm. with nobody out? Salt flats for fucking a hundred miles. First gear. In first, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. How fast can first gear go? No, exactly. we don't even like. You get like the fastest one, and you don't even touch the other gears. <laughs> you just ruin it. And go first gear, but ruin it in the most goes. legitimate way. First but like, gear, but not by crashing it. That would be hard to do. Not by slamming the doors. Right. By just just treating it. So what they claim it's used for. Whatever they say it's yeah, used for. Yeah, but they're not. It's not used. It's not meant to be used by guys, village idiots like us. No, no. One time I, I yeah. bought a brand new Subaru WRX STI. I took it to the track. Mm-hmm. In one hour. It's a piece of shit car. Fuck you. Fuck you. In one hour, mm-hmm. I literally ruined yeah. $5,000 worth of brakes. $3,000 worth of tires. Okay. And I almost blew my engine up because I downshifted into third at 110 miles an hour and it completely Whoa, locked all four times. Gnarly. Yeah, it was bad. Well, that's so, your fault because you're a Subaru driver, you fucking piece well, of shit. I was trying to downshift into fifth. I hit third. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. But long story short, that's how I want to destroy yeah. a car. But like in, in like the most legitimate of legitimate circumstances. Okay, so, so to condense this because we are hitting overtime. Oh, shit. You're right. Um, your dream would coincide with mine. We would... Wear Gucci suits. God, that'd be great. We're going to get to that point. I promise you. I'm going to shake your hand right now. We're going to get to that point. Gucci suits, Lamborghini, fucking wreck it all. But blow it up because we overused it. Yeah. Or just not blow it up and just immediately shoot it with like a bazooka. Oh, I would be down with that. <laughs> not even we, drive if, it. So here's the best part. If, but we, if we can't blow it up. Get the dealership. Blow request to like be so rich. You show the dealership. You're so rich. You're like, hey, dealership. I don't even want to drive it because it's a behindrance. Drive it to this <laughs> Wait, field. Did you say a behindrance? Yeah. Drive it to this <laughs> field for me in this exact concordance. I'll pay you $10,000. Drive it here and then leave and then immediately shoot it. Don't even get in it. 
Dude, what? That'd be hard to do. To not that even would... sit in the Lamborghini you bought and blow it up. In Gucci suits, and then the Gucci suits get like muddy up or somehow. You get to like that's what? okay. Time out. That's my new vision. Okay. So we just blow up a Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never got in it. I like it. I like it. to me that like, would buy it off the lot like that one, and then. Personally, materialism is fucking bullshit. I yeah, know it is. It is. And I would love yeah. to do that. I love to wreck people's brains. That's my goal in life is to wreck people's brains. Why don't we just buy like a fucking really nice house that we could settle down in and then just burn it to the ground? <laughs> well, yeah. But then like not claim insurance and be like, yeah, we, we actually purposely did it. <laughs> They're like, we're not going to pay you. We're like, we're like, we know. We know <laughs> you're not going to pay. We know we're not going to pay. It's all good. By the way, we're on the phone with Gucci suits on, and they're like, "Fucking okay." <laughs> we're like FaceTiming them. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. We got money. We just we- want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you. Uh, that was a good time, dude. That was a really good time, Fucking Uncle moment. Uncle uh, Whisper. What's his name? Uncle Nearest. Uncle, thank Nearest. you for the whiskey. That was. I think I've had a little bit too much, but thank you. Uh, Jeremy for the the, <laughs> the spur of the moment podcast and uh, everybody have a good time good morning or good night whatever you're doing and uh, you're not my dad yeah no fuck you hey hey uh, by the way follow us on the crocodile TikTok we're trying to do cool shit so it's like a coincide so. it's like it's like this it's this one right here but then when you look at it if you don't know what this is if you don't know what this is take a peek and Just learn life try it out yeah Trust me, you're going to like it. All right. Fuck you. (laughs) Did you like that show? Don't care. Like and subscribe right now, Buster. And remember, you are not my dad.